0: TheOAMNetwork.com. Hey, and welcome to Off the Record. Uh, my name is Alexander Pisateri. and I'm Taylor Smith, and we're from the New Southern. And with us is our engineer Zach. Hello, hello. Engineered.
1: Yeah, that's that too. Mm-hmm. I go by all the all the titles.
0: <laughs> so
2: why are you here, Zach? Tell us. Well. <laughs>
1: I engineer your show, I produce it, I'm your fact checker, like when you guys don't know presidents.
2: That was like three um, times. Um,
1: yeah. Those sorts of things, but also I'm here to tell everybody to describe, uh, s- describe, subscribe to this wonderful podcast off the record on iTunes and Stitcher, um, also to follow the Ohm Network on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Vine, Periscope, um, all that stuff, we're on it all. Yeah. And uh Yeah.
0: Cool. Awesome. Thanks so much. Um, so let's start with some full disclosures this week. And we're also going to get Zach's full disclosure this week. on do even yeah, know if he Yeah, we're getting Zach's full disclosure. Um, my uh, full disclosure this week is that I am clearing my liver for the mess that's going to be at Cooper Young Fest. It's going to be so good. It's going to be a lot of water. A lot this of water week. this week. Yeah.
1: Speaking of Cooper Young Fest um network is going to be there hey, you guys should hey, hey, stop by maybe you can see these lovely ladies some of our other podcasters will we'll, be around we'll have t-shirts
0: for sale it's going to be a lot of fun we'll probably be fucked up yeah check out check That's out that plug that was a great september yeah. 19th
2: yep yeah, it is gonna be saturday september 19th and uh yeah so so alexander how are you gonna prep just by drinking lots of water
0: yeah it's gonna be lots of water i'm gonna do a lot of meditation <laughs> <laughs> going to be a lot of uh, mental prep I a think. lot of
2: prayers to everybody involved. Right. Just, like,
0: yeah just any deity just to cover all my bases mm-hmm. if we um, need to get
2: some candles let me know yeah, i think they have sure. some at kroger yeah I'll, I'll, I'll probably hit you up Lady for- Guadalupe. Guadalupe. or
0: something right yeah what about you Guadalupe. What's, your, what's your full disclosure this week my
2: full disclosure is that i don't think i showered today um i'm <laughs> covered in paint and dust from you helping people demo do you, do you not remember if you showered? I, yeah, No, i know let me rephrase that i know for a fact i didn't shower <laughs> like literally i think i covered up my sweaty pits with deodorant in the hopes that that would be okay Hmm. I probably deodorant isn't. never works for no, sweaty it, pits. It, well, this was this was Old Spice, so I'm hoping I were, so I work Guy's Deodorant and I you got two full disclosures from me. Oh shit. But it smells good. That's, and a, that's it's, a whopper. It's pretty hefty. So yeah. it's you know, it's good. It's
0: a good time. But. Yeah. I didn't know you used Guy's Deodorant. Yeah, it's old spice. Is that what I'm so attracted to? You? <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe. Taylor maybe and yeah. I have something in common.
2: Fun <laughs> fact yeah. to the you know. Three people at this table are sexier than
0: Alexandra. That's true. That's Which very ones true. <laughs> Which ones are they? Which ones are they? Zach, what is your full disclosure this week?
1: Uh, I guess I'll go with this since it happened earlier today. I received an email. My email box from an ex-girlfriend titled, A Couple of Things... Oh, no. And I refuse to open it. Yeah, that's what? not okay. Not we'll open it later tonight when I am drunk.
0: Why don't you forward it to me? And, uh, Can we read it on this podcast <laughs> Can we read it out loud with you with your ears covered? You guys
1: are not the first people today that's like, let me read your ex girlfriend email. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, nah, you're good. I'm not one to read it, so you should probably shouldn't read it either.
2: Well, I think it's funny. I don't know her, but I'm assuming that the a couple of things are actually like 20 things. Oh, and yeah. All of them are just shitting on you.
0: I can guarantee they're not just two things yeah, in that email. At all. Maybe.
1: I have a guess at one of the things, but outside of that, mm. I don't really know. For is
0: next you, week's full disclosure. disclosure. Little, little, little baby Zach running around. Is <laughs> that's what they said <laughs> <right> <laughs> earlier, too. No. Knock on
1: one. Definitively not.
0: that. <laughs> Zach, pull out game too strong. Because right. his ex-girlfriend is a guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm real gay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, that's
1: not true, ladies. To so Listen to any of our ladies. podcasts. <laughs>
0: it is. Ladies. It's fine. hit up Zach. here for you. Zach. He's on, he's on Twitter. Great. Yeah.
1: Just hit up the Ohm Network and ask for Zach. Yeah.
0: Slide I'll be up, the slide one up in the DMs. Get so. <laughs> <Yeah>. Slide <laughs> up in those DMs. And off the record, um, in case you don't know, in case you have not been with us for the past three shows, um, it's pretty much your way to catch up with what's going on in Memphis without um, actually reading anything right we do the work for you exactly um, and we we work with um, uh, the new southern I'm the editor-in-chief and Taylor is the managing editor mm-hmm. my hard at work managing editor <laughs> my lovely <laughs> lovely <End quote>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and that is on the record <laughs> <in> the <laughs> um, but um, but yeah so and, and that is an online only newspaper that we cater to digital natives and millennials in Memphis um, so so we like to just wrap up the week uh, the week's news on this podcast and make fun of it a little bit a little bit she a little. Says. it's always a lot it's and always air quotes a little bit yes we yeah enjoy so it. it's a good time yeah so let's uh let's get into the news this week yeah we'll get right into it awesome so the commercial appeal poll that came out on the 6th mm-hmm. the, these polls are a pretty big deal um yeah because go ahead no no just uh, it's it's a pretty big deal because they they actually they go through the right channels to do it they they have a third party who calls up people on their landlines and cell phones and
2: yeah and so this one was this is ahead of the mayoral election and all the other elections going down um and it covers like random sort of stuff in the city like city finances and, and the economy and crime right um and they talk about like the percentage and then they do a breakdown of, of races too i think yeah of black and white mostly i don't think they include like other minorities in it's there.
0: it's mostly black and white breakdowns.
2: Yeah, and there's some with gender which you know some of these i duh they make sense like do you feel that the city's financial situation was or not, was or was not serious enough to justify the cuts to city employee benefits last year? And the majority of people at 52% said it was not serious enough, which made sense to me. But I think what was interesting was the race breakdown. Um, in this one, it said 61% of blacks said the situation was not serious enough, while only 35% of whites had the same answer, which I thought was interesting. I would not have thought there would be a like really substantial difference between the races on that, which I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm not any kind of political scientist, nor do I, you know, Dean, Dean to be Feign to be, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's what I
0: mean. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the next question uh, was, do you feel that the tax breaks given to businesses that relocate to the city of Memphis do or do not result in enough jobs to offset the cost of these tax uh, incentives? And the majority said do not. So like the pilot programs, um, people believe that they are not working, yeah. that they are not being used properly, which is actually one of the questions that we ask a lot in the New Southern for our Get to Know a Candidate series mm-hmm. Um, is about pilot programs because people are interested in that. People have opinions on the pilot program and uh, tax benefits that are given to businesses. Mm.
2: Yeah. And, and most of these make like a lot of sense. I don't know if we want to go through each one, you know, one by one. Sure. But like, f- do you feel the Memphis Police Department does or does not need stronger citizen oversight? 60% say they do. Awesome. And then, f- but apparently, sixty-eight percent of blacks said MPD does need more citizen oversight. Forty-one percent of whites said MPD does not need stronger yeah, citizen that was oversight. Yeah, huge. Which is a big difference, yeah. and I think that that is very indicative of so many of the issues we've got going on right now nationally, not just you know. Zach's nodding his head approvingly. Like, yeah. Well,
1: it, of course, of course, white people in the city aren't scared of police as much as <laughs> other people. Like, of course, right, r- right,
0: yeah, naturally. So, um, but yeah, and, and and also talking about crime, um, I thought that this was um, a pretty telling statistic uh, that compared to two years ago, do you feel that the crime situation in Memphis has improved, stayed about the same or gotten worse? And 66% said worse. But in the question before that, it asks, how safe do you feel in your neighborhood? 45% said somewhat safe. 16% said very safe. But then twenty two percent said not too safe, and then seventeen percent said not. Majority safe. said it was somewhat safe. Yeah, majority percent of people skewed towards safer. But sixty six percent of Memphians believe that it's gotten worse.
2: I will, and what's funny is that it's how safe do you feel in your neighborhood right. and compared to the city? Because mm-hmm. it's easy to be like, yeah, I feel super comfortable in my like I felt really comfortable by the University of Memphis when I lived over there off of Park Avenue. You know, represent Normal Station neighborhood. What? I felt really safe over there, but I knew people that were like, are you, you live over there? Do you have a gun? Do you have mace? No, I I feel fine over there, you know? Yeah. So it may just be that perception of, well, my neighborhood's safe, but fuck the rest of y'all bitches. Right. I right. It's phrase.
1: really easy to be like, yeah, Cordova, super yeah. safe out here. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I mean, and I deal with that, like living in Binghampton, like <laughs> <laughs> people are like, you yeah, my live first, in when you told
2: me you were moving out there abroad, I was like, are are you sure, honey?
0: Like, are you <laughs> Yeah. I think, I think the crime perception in the city is, is crazy, but, um, yeah. <clears throat> but and that's just a personal opinion.
2: And in general I mean most of this, the answers made sense. Um I think what was really funny to me like on the there was one about the four statue do you support or oppose removing the statue? Oh
0: my gosh, this and question.
2: 49% said support. That makes sense. But they had a thing on here talking about um gender. Meanwhile, more women than men, 53 to 45% support the move. 38% of men oppose it compared to 25% of women. My thing was, why would you, why does gender matter? Like, that doesn't add any information. As for as for the story, like, that may be an interesting statistic, but uh, there's no possible reason
0: why that could be, you know, I, sure. maybe there is. I don't know. I think, I think if there was, like, a, a, a bigger difference in the numbers, like, if it was, like, 25% of men compared to women. Yeah. You know what I mean? Compared to 53% of women, that would be. I just don't know how much we could get from that. Like, it may, yeah. like, I could see the statistic
2: about, you know, black people thinking that the MPD needs more oversight. Right. That tells us something. Yeah. But I don't know if gender breakdown for a Nathan Bedford Forrest statue is really... Sure. Maybe they listen to our I lab. think you could
1: learn some stuff from that, but it would have to be like a longitudinal study. Longitudin- longitudinal? Use your words, Zach. Mm, I don't know, um, and it would have to be like over and over again, and you'd have to get those discrepancies over and over again. Right, and then you could maybe make an <laughs> academic case about like, oh, men are more scared, or like you know, right. people that identify as male or right. people that identify as women are more scared or less scared. But yeah, uh, on on one question, I don't.
0: Yeah, and like the like, and, and you're you're getting awfully close to like a correlation versus right, causation right. type of thing. Yeah,
2: like that whole thing where. Um... Global warming was caused by pirates disappearing, a lot of the flying spaghetti monster (laughs) religion. Yeah. Right. Pastafarianism.
0: Um, a couple other things that I just wanted to touch on. Um, I didn't want to talk in depth about that, but uh, but just that the the fairgrounds, which is mm-hmm. another popular question that we ask of candidates, a uh, majority of people support redeveloping the fairgrounds. Period. And not um, demolishing it. Right. Uh, yeah. Fifty percent. Um, is good to hear. Yeah. And, uh, and the other one: uh, Have schools improved since they um, since they have split oh, up into man. their yeah. municipal? Uh, districts. And um, it's funny, 60, uh, I'm sorry, that's wrong. 36% um, said it has been the same. And 36% said it has gotten worse.
2: Yeah, I don't. So not not great. I don't have kids in the system. So I have no idea. But and then, you know, the last question, which I thought was really interesting. I think everything's interesting. So there's that. Mm -hmm. Which of the following best describes your plans regarding your residence in the city?
0: Yeah, this question was really important.
2: Um, And I think most people said that they will continue to live in the city of Memphis for the foreseeable future at 74%. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I wonder how much of that and uh, the breakdown of race, if you need to know, 60% of those people are white and 81% are black. My question would be, is that because they have to? Like, are there people that are like physically can't leave the city for financial reasons or because of, you know, family or, you know, whatever reason or they feel like, you know, I don't know. For me, I don't want to leave Memphis because I love it. Mm -hmm. I could leave if I wanted to, though. You know, I I have the opportunity and the resources to do that and just. Off to Mexico.
0: Well, I think I think the the question being which best describes your plans. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because even even if you aren't able to really do it, you still are like, yeah, I plan on leaving someday.
2: Yeah. Well, like the question, one of the answers was, I will consider moving out of the city of Memphis if conditions get worse. And fifteen percent. That's fifteen percent. Twenty six percent of those people are white, and nine percent are black. You know, I I don't I'm not gonna make any judgment calls on that. But I think it is interesting that twenty six percent of the people who would leave if conditions got worse who said that that they would leave if conditions got worse for white mm-hmm. versus you know nine percent black i feel like that's a substantial enough difference that there's there's something there but right i know i'm staying in memphis for a minute yeah at least one or at two. least
0: one at least one minute one or two or three i'm just gonna walk out of the <laughs> podcast <Yeah. laughs>
2: just just immediately i actually have a flight to catch to mexico all right, all right. Uh, all right. All right. Uh,
0: and do you want to talk about this next story
2: I guess I have to since you've just put me on the spot like that. Um, it's talking about uh, Memphis receiving nearly $4 million for rape kit tests. If you didn't know, um, not too long ago, there was a big kerfuffle about the city having like 13 – well, it's twelve, closer to 12,000 kits in the city's inventory, rape kits, that hadn't been tested. Um, and they were saying that it's because of money. They didn't have the money to do it. That's n- not likely true. We don't know. We will never know for sure why the fuck that happened. However – they did just receive some uh, – it's a $1.9 million grant from the U.S. Department of Justice um, to fund testing the rest of the rape kits. So there's about 3,900 rape kits left to test. So this is good news. This is a good time. Um, but I did the math, <laughs> at least in this story. They did the I did, I did. Somebody did some math. <laughs> and it talks about how the, secu- the city had secured four, $5.2 million for testing. Mm-hmm. They said it would take $6.5 million to test all the kits. Um, and with this new grant that brings them up to 7.1 million total that they have for these kits. Um, and at first I was like, well, what are they going to do with the rest of the money? But apparently um, that cost didn't count the cost of investigating and prosecuting suspects. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it covers testing them, but not actually doing anything about it. Um, as far as like getting justice for victims, but somebody, some, they interviewed, um, one of the raped victims and, and a plaintiff in one of the class action lawsuits that are pending against the city. And she doesn't think that like it's uh, not that she doesn't think they should do it. She thinks that they should do it, I, I believe, but that it hasn't addressed that policy of why this happened in the first place and why and making sure that something like that doesn't happen again. Sure. And, so, and uh,
0: Megan, I, for, I always forget how to say her last name. It's ebos. Y-
2: I believe it's Ebo's.
0: Yeah. But, uh, but she, man, she has been on this, like she, which is great. It's great. She has, she has really become an activist uh, for, uh, for rape victims. Um, She herself a victim um, of of rape, of of this very serious uh, rape spree that was happening out in um, the suburbs Mm -hmm. and that she was a victim of. So she has really, um, really stepped up. Uh, for, uh, for victims and, which is great because it's great so job.
2: hard for an issue like that. If you don't have a face, it, it'll it sure. disappear and yeah. disappear, it'll disappear and nobody will think, you know, twice about it because there's not somebody to, you know, assign to that, you know, sort of cause. So, um, snaps all around and, and hopefully this, this helps resolve some of those, uh, cases.
0: Yeah. And, um, and I thought, I thought it was, is worth worth noting that Steve Cohen, um, uh, also work to uh, increase the federal funding available for rape kit testing. Um, this has been an issue that has been multifaceted in tackling it, that there has been from all across the board, like legislative mm-hmm. people have really stood up um, and uh, there's been a lot of local activism here in particular. And then we've got um, a summit happening here mm-hmm. um, I think in October, I want to say uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. for uh, for cities that have a back- backlog of rape kits. Which
2: is like 20 or some ridiculous number. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's, it's obscene how many yeah it's insane but it's a good it's a good deal i'm really excited for memphis that we're actually taking steps toward resolving this instead of just saying well it's fine right it's fine
0: yeah and i mean and and i and i did a story about the summit for um uh uh, covering that and stuff like that and um and i i found that the people who are covering that summit and, and the task force that are um that are focusing on the rape kits are so serious about um, about really tackling this issue, and they make themselves available for sure to, to media. Um, oh, which good. is important because
2: media transparency. I trust anybody if they're willing to talk to a journalist sure. for any length of time about
0: anything. Well, MPD is so hard to get a hold of like as a journalist in mm-hmm. this town. I don't I don't think people realize how difficult it is to really because they, they will, they will the stonewall important you. For the stuff.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. For regular stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, here you go. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about it. If, but.
0: if it's like if it's like a press release or something, but even if you're just like following up mm-hmm. like with a question or anything like that, it is so hard to get a hold of them. Mm-hmm. And um, there has actually been kind of crosstalk between different publications Um, I'm not going to say who but there's been crosstalk between publications to be like you know hey uh, are you guys running into this issue because we are too Mm -hmm. there needs to be a conversation in the city about media outreach
2: well that goes I think that ties back to a little bit to the fact that the memphis police department doesn't have any citizen oversight sure like and, and not that that would help for media purposes exactly mm. but i feel like it would at least open up that conversation of hey mpd like we should be able to like check in on what you're doing right. without having to fight tooth and nail
0: yeah you to- shouldn't have to file freedom of information requests every time just to get a comment or right. or background into this because
2: it's a hassle for right. like, for people that don't haven't ever had to file a FOIA request or, sure or you know, well, doing and your like tax that.
0: dollars are paying for public information officers. That is their job: mm-hmm. is to deliver information to journalists when they need it, to talk to journalists, to be. I can't tell you how many times I've written in a story, uh, MPD could not be reached for comment mm-hmm. because they will want literally to not get back to you.
2: Yeah, and you never want to say that because yeah. it it sounds defeatist almost. Sure, but. Yeah. you know sometimes you gotta do what you gotta so and of course once you write oh they had no comment that's when they're like what we totally had a comment we'll right give it to you now yeah bitch i already wrote the story
0: it's yeah. already done I'm, and 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 that's not to do with the first responders of course oh, like no, like yeah. I'm, I'm talking purely from the press side In that you know and the there's people a lot who, to do i get sure it. Yeah. there's
2: there's i'll give like i'm sure that they have some shit that they've got to take care of right and they've got some i'm sure but
0: but i mean but that's your job but yeah just I, like it's my job to report on what's going on you know what yeah, I mean? you're it's not going to take a back seat. You're not going to go right. home at
2: five. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? So speaking of police, see, we actually had a segue. Wait, this time. Oh. One segue, one time. We actually time. had a segue. I was
2: going to
1: say real quick, the yeah. summit, October 19th to 21st. Thank
0: Aww, you. Thank you, hey. Zach. But where is it at? Memphis. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually not open to the public, so. <laughs> oh, never mind. Right. Like, it's I got not really open to the public. Um, But yeah, thank you for that, Zach. let it go, Zach. Snaps for Zach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> coming through with the Damn assist once snaps. more. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but speaking of police, uh, we have a Germantown officer that was suspended originally suspended, <laughs> with pay, with pay. Uh, after he was charged with aggravated rape and aggravated assault in April. Um, he was only terminated last week. Yes. Uh, based on, quote, uh, several internal department violations uncovered during the investigation, end quote. Which... You go girl, you got the lead on this one. Oh, lord. Um but uh no, it it's just uh James Kinsinger, Kinsinger. Um yeah. uh was charged uh, again with aggravated rape. Um a woman the, the victim said that the officer choked and raped her, which is horrific. Um yes. and uh he originally told um uh Germantown PD that uh it was consensual and he discussed them th- he discussed the matter with them voluntarily. But uh but the charges were sent to the Shelby County Grand Jury last month and he remains free on a seventy thousand dollar bond. Mm-hmm. and he um he was suspended with pay. Right. Which blows my mind.
2: And the, what's funny to me is that it you know, they let him go following other shit that they found out that he had right. done. Um some of the things were telling a man during a dispute, quote, don't drive through Germantown and, quote, working in construction for a relative while he was dis- suspended, which I don't whatever, and then losing one of the two badges is issued to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and he, that's the shit that he was suspended for, not, yeah.
0: you know, being arrested. I mean, yeah. And I mean, and he and he um, was uh, he met up with the woman who hadn't put charges against him uh, despite a court order saying not to. Mm. That's ridiculous yeah it's i just uh, it, it flabbergast me you were you sounded flabbergasted, flabbergasted. Yeah, so that I like was, that noise
2: that uh, chirping uh, like, uh, <laughs> it's just straight up yeah I, and it's 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 unfortunate to hear about uh, police officers abusing their you know and again this is all allegedly we don't know for sure right this is he hasn't you know been found guilty of anything yet sure but just the idea that a a cop or a police officer or sheriff or whoever would use their their position of power to you know do whatever they want come on now yeah you're not making anybody look good
0: and the germantown uh deputy chief rodney bright actually recommended termination for a kinsinger based on the violation so
2: mm. and that's he has until the end of the workday wednesday to appeal the decision what what do you say to that i mean yeah I, and it's hard i don't know when his court date is i don't know when any of this will be resolved but
0: sure but this is a developing story for sure
2: yeah we'll have to keep an eyeball on it it's just it's unfortunate Right. Um, especially. And it makes me not laugh. I don't want to say laugh. No, this is not a laughing matter. But it's Germantown. You mm-hmm. know, as many as much as people complain about Memphis cops and, and all this, it's, you know, it, this is this happens everywhere. This I isn't think, something that just happens within Memphis city limits.
0: Yeah, I think this is telling of, of the kind of climate that's happening nationwide with police officers um, in that um, in that the the actions based on a few are really being highlighted. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of social media, because of how people are focused on the news. Yeah. Um, very, you know much more accessibly yeah so i think i think that has a lot to do with it and that's why all these issues are coming out now yeah
2: and i'm glad that she stepped forward um if if she if she was assaulted as she says and it wasn't consensual sure i'm glad that she was you know had the wherewithal to say you know what this isn't cool
0: right instead of
2: well well you know because before (laughs) i feel like before especially recently it's been easier for people to come out against cops and come out against police officers and sheriffs and, and people who are in those kinds of you know Law positions, you know, I don't, I don't know if before if she would have come out. I've seen so many documentaries and, and heard so many stories of women who are like, it just wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't. I didn't feel like I would be heard or I wouldn't be understood. Um, so it's nice that that's not the case here.
0: Well, and it's also interesting that um, that because of the work that Megan Yebos has done, Yebos mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we will find so this bad. out, yeah. Megan. We're sorry. Oh my gosh, Megan. We love you. Uh, but, um, uh, but because of the work that she has done to, because the the way that the that the police handled her rape and was like, well, you know, the the questions that they were asking her because they didn't ask like, well, what were you wearing? Were you, right. you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So seeing seeing that kind of story right next to something like this, where it's a police officer who did it, and uh, they seem to be doing the the right the thing. right thing. Yeah, it's good news. Yeah. So, so
2: we like giving good news. Yeah, um, the next this is not such good news. This is a, a sort of a follow up, not so much a follow up in that it was, you know, the same story, but the former county schools uh, chief finan- financial officer for Shelby County Schools was is filing a lawsuit against the district because she says she was fired after she brought up concerns about a bus contract. And I say this is related to a story from last episode, a couple like last week, mm-hmm. um, because Autumn Enochs of the Germantown. Uh, school district municipal school district mm. was their chi- chief gosh was their chief financial officer and she was also fired and has also filed a lawsuit because she was says she was discriminated against in this case alicia Lindsay was fired july 9th which is around the time i think autumn was fired miss enox was fired as well um, and she says that there was an issue with the bus contract that the district had signed the board had only approved 25.8 million for one year but, um, the chief of business operations, I don't know how to say this person's name. He, Jay, Ar- Haria Haria, I'm going to mess this up forever and it's okay. <laughs> um, directed her to do 27.8 million to Durham or, or was she, he said to do that, um, which was not okay. And then didn't have the right signatures. There was just some wildness happening. Um, and there, there was no reason for her when she got fired. Like they didn't give any good reason. Uh, Superintendent Dorsey Hopson said it was not based on theft or financial impropriety, which you would think, you know, that would make sense for you to fire somebody for that. But it doesn't seem like there's a very clear reason why she was let go besides this, you know, her saying, hey, I know we said one thing for this bus contract, but y'all did something else and it's missing a bunch of signatures. So what the fuck? I'm paraphrasing. I don't think she actually said what the fuck. <laughs> um. So I have the wrong sheet of paper. That's about another thing. But uh, I thought it was just really interesting because again, it's another female and in in a position of power, specifically a chief financial officer in Memphis in a school district who's being let go for unclear reasons. Sure. Um, And it the so after Haria, Haria, the person that told her to do this for the contract, left the district less than two weeks before she was fired, and now works for Oakland Unified School District in California. and he was allowed to step down from his position and they were ex- they extended him a severance after um you know she believes that he had uh displayed gross incompetence that caused the alleged board violations mm. board policy violations so i i'm they're not I, they're not related what happened in Germantown is not related necessarily to what's happening in Shelby County schools but i i think that it's interesting that the exact same thing is playing out in another school district basically
0: sure. yeah so And I mean, and and yeah, and you had mentioned the gender discrimination. She's also citing racial discrimination, apparently Mm -hmm. Um, uh, her predecessor um,
2: was, she says was white and had less experience,
0: Right, was paid more than uh, Lindsay, who was black.
2: Yeah. And that's direct from the story. We're not just making that up. So um, we'll have to see where this goes. I, I, I'm just really interested in why that the same thing is happening, not just in Shelby County schools, but in Germantown. Sure. Like we'll, we'll just have to see how it plays out.
0: Yeah. Alright, so this next story, it was a fucking social media shitstorm. It was crazy. People were blowing up on Twitter about it and I want to get Gil's opinion on it, and he just popped into the studio. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah. Executive producer First of the time. Own Network.
1: Yeah. No, 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 don't, don't do high.
3: that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm actually. I just run. The, I just run the place. There's somebody above me that's making me. <laughs> that makes all the decisions. Oh my display. god! I have, yeah. an,
1: I have another boss.
3: <laughs> yeah, you haven't even met them. yet. Oh, by the way, you're fired. Okay.
0: <laughs> Finally. What are we talking about? Yeah, so um, so Calipari um, oh, was supposed yeah. to be honored. Yeah, and uh, U of M uh, president in Memphis David lost Red.
3: their mind. Yeah,
0: yes. it was great. I loved seeing like, like just everybody was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah.
3: it was great. Like it it was uh, it was definitely interesting. Yeah, it was interesting to see how Memphis reacted. So strongly against Mm -hmm. this uh, for someone who, I mean, obviously left in very poor. Sure poor form <laughs> yeah. as, uh, as uh, you would hear on Hook who was very poor form <laughs> poor form John poor form yeah. well, I mean but, even
2: when he left the Daily Humsman they've got it framed downstairs the headline on the Daily Humsman which is the University of Memphis college paper the headline was John Calipari is dead to Memphis yeah straight like, up that's how real it was yeah, it was the yeah. hate
0: was real yeah because that's when I started school was that year that we went to the final 08 uh huh 08
3: I've never seen the city as united mm-hmm. as I've seen it when it was the so tiger, cool. I remember wearing a sh- like the day of wearing a shirt. I lived in High Point Terrace. I went to the grocery store at uh, Highland and uh, Poplar. Everyone was doing the TIGRS when I would walk by. Mm -hmm. Everyone was high-fiving. It was amazing. It was great. It was insane. I've never seen the city like that before.
1: It was
0: such a great time to be in the city.
1: Being a transplant to the city, a lot of my friends are from here. And what Gil just said is like the exact story I've gotten from dozens of people. It was just like walking around the city, like everybody's pumped. And then there's the same story (laughs) afterwards of my friend like in Germantown, just like he, after the game, the game, um, we won't go into it,
0: <laughs> yeah. um,
1: but the game, and he just, like, left his house, and he started wandering around, you know, one of those German, t- and he said that like, people were just leaving their houses, and were just, like, uh. ghosts walking around, <laughs> just it, like, they yeah. didn't in the know back. What to yeah. do. I mean,
3: like, not to, like, go super far into it, but, I mean, like, we, we just rolled through the tournament, like, in epic fashion. Sure. We, we destroyed UCLA, which was a great game, because mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL, Mer- Maurice Jones drew uh was a went was an alum of UCLA and our, our own D'Angelo Williams was uh from University of Memphis. They had a bet on the UCLA game, mm-hmm. the loser had to wear a uniform of the opposing team's uh uh their team uniform and go on and, and uh sing their alma mater. Mm-hmm. So that means <laughs> CDR oh. dunks over Kevin Love, <laughs> and then Maurice Jones Drew had to wear a Tigers uniform and do the "Go Tigers Go" on ESPN Radio. It was so great. It was, yeah, it was great. And yeah. was just, oh man, it was it, such a great time. It was. Yeah, it was and, a lot and, of fun. And, and
0: that, the, the fact that that um, that that time like was just taken away from us totally mm. because of some bullshit that he did he with the flipped it. yeah with the forged um, SAT records. Well, he's found himself like in some was it trouble SAT or ACT? Yeah. right now. It's, that he's uh, probably not oh. going to be able to get
3: out.
1: Get out of. Yeah. Sorry, you guys, just real quick. Um, you talked about Kevin Love being on that UCLA team. UCLA oh, team. He was. You, uh, you left out the best player on that team.
3: Uh, don't don't fucking say it. Yep. <laughs> you yeah. fucking... Okay, so yeah, he was on nope. that team as well. But I just he, he remember was. Kevin Love's face after <laughs> you know CDR dunked over him and Joey Dorsey laughed and pointed in his face. That's
1: awesome because CDR <laughs> and Joey Dorsey are killing it in the NBA now.
2: The God. fact that you brought up Westbrook, Zach, makes me remember that you're a complete Satanist. <laughs> like 100%.
1: Westbrook is best <laughs> <laughs> whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my God. I'm glad
2: you you're never in, in the take city with the most us. churches so they can all play for Zach. Never take Penny away. You jerk, you fucking but um, full
1: disclosure, you guys, I'm wearing a Westbrook jersey right now. <laughs> no
2: one even cares about you. <laughs> a no, one hat. Person, yeah. no one person no one person in this disclosure, world cares about I'm you. I'm
3: looking for a new social media coordinator.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Named> not that.
1: <laughs> you guys Mike Conley's pretty cool. Oh my god, get the fuck out.
3: <laughs> He's become a very
1: great player.
0: Get the hell out that's like my favorite player. Like
1: No, no, no. He is like Seriously, okay. one of my favorite. Right. Players. Right. I, I didn't know if you being Connice.
0: facetious. I love Mike Conley. No. I you love sound like. him. No, that's me. That's I sound like day. a
1: California prep school kid. Yeah, that's, that's, that's... what I've been told at the P multiple um, times.
0: <laughs> but no, but th- I mean, this Calipari situation was just terrible. Like, <sighs> but but luckily he he listened to everybody that. Got to him and was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, this is David a terrible did, idea." Yeah. yeah, David Rudd was just like, "Yeah, I, I forgot about how passionate <laughs> Memphis fans were," um, which is bullshit. But yeah. that's fine. We'll, but, we'll forgive you, sir. Yeah, he said he was surprised by the death by the depth of and intensity of conviction, passion, and distress.
2: Well, I just want to know if they told Calipari. I mean, surely he heard that he was going to be
0: honored, and I wonder if he was no, at yeah, home. Like, knew.
2: I just oh, wonder if he was no. at home. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going
0: oh, to yeah, he uh, Calipari t- said that Memphis was eating at the. A small table with plastic forks. Do y'all remember that? No, we remember. That. Oh, he did.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think it's like, I'm sure he was at home. Like, I'm not fucking going to that. Do they yeah. really think I'm going to go to that? He
0: owned a restaurant. Do you remember that? He owned Cowell a
3: restaurant. Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was over there uh, by Whole Foods and stuff, In Fox right? and Hound. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, on Sanderland. He owned a fucking, like, he, he was supposed to be a Memphis staple, and the way that he left was he so shitty. He set up shitty. shop
3: here. The yeah. whole the stories of him going into Gibson's Donuts before mm-hmm. games, talking to all the locals and right. stuff.
2: There was an article when I was trying to find the copy for, for our podcast to read. Uh, there was an article from, like, 2009, where, or not 2009, it was a little bit further back where he was like no I'm totally staying in Memphis I'm totally gonna stay here I'm totally a Tiger it's fucking bullshit I hate hate you yeah,
1: yeah so many college coaches say that though mm-hmm. like that's that is that's a lie. you know.
3: know what I think that this conversation would be completely different if Josh Passner was more of an X and O coach. Oh, absolutely. And he's, not, yeah. he's, a, he's, he's not a good X and O coach. I think you're he's right. He's not a good substitution coach, and but he has so struggled. Nice. Yeah, I but think there's so so not nice nowhere, nowhere win for games. that If, if, like, if, if, if
1: Passner hadn't been such, like, yeah. excuse my language a failure like that's what people talk about him as <gasps> yeah. like that's not my opinion but that's what you hear if he wasn't <laughs> s- such like struggled so much and if Calipari didn't leave the school with so many sanctions yeah I think that would be he
2: like shat everywhere on be, could, out, I yeah. think he
1: would come back and it wouldn't be a problem if he just didn't hoodwink and completely destroy the program
2: yeah sure. like cackle on the way out, like, <laughs> right, like
1: I went yeah. to UT like Lane oh, Kiffin God, Lane Kiffin stop. left like, We're not in a similar fashion. And I can imagine if, like, the UTE was like, "Hey, we're going to honor Lane Kiffin at a football game." People would burn it's, down. I think, I think that Stadium. is different,
3: though, because let's look at, like, compare. No, it is Accolades different. It is between different. Calipari and Calipari, <laughs> Calipari yeah. and uh, and Lane Kiffin. I mean, Calipari took us to. Uh, to we were in the tournament, like we were a shoe in for the tournament. We yeah. had, you know, our, some of our biggest draft classes that sure. we've ever had. No doubt. I mean, we, you look back at, you know, like all the people, like. Uh, all the people from 08 and then, you know, he mm-hmm. had like, uh, what was that guy's name? Elliot. Uh, Gosh, what is yeah, his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God damn it.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Cold cut. <laughs> but um, I know we're in a cold cut. I'm just, so I this reckon. is not, this is not on air. Um, like, I guess I was, we, was kind no, of thinking. We, we,
3: we got, where, where would we, like, it's got to be right before I started talking. I just want to make oh. sure I know where to cut it out. So <laughs> I was like I, I, like, I completely blanked for a second. But we're I, talking about uh, the guy. Elliot.
2: Elliot. Elliot.
3: Elliot the guy. Oh, um... I'm, I'm
1: Memphis. Just look it up real quick.
3: Uh, he had people like Tyreek Evans and Derrick Rose, CDR, all these players. So, like, he's had... So, like he's He was able to bring in such like high-caliber players right. mm-hmm. and produce so much uh, in return mm-hmm. from that, making it into the tournament, stuff like that. So it's really hard to not think about his accomplishments, right. but he's still left in such a bad form that, I mean...
0: Well, and I think can't I,
3: be happy about it.
0: Yeah, and I think I think it's it's also just because he he seemed like he had such a love for Memphis and was like, we are going to pull out, like we are we going to unite out. the city through basketball. You know what I mean? And it was very much that kind of that camaraderie, like that, how the Grizzlies
2: are now. Or, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree with yeah, that. Yeah, because I mean, you know, because at the time we didn't have a great Grizzlies team. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, so until 2011, really. So, I mean, so you, so that was really our team to get behind because the football team sucked. This is actually, I think, the era where
2: my mom and I were at a thrift store. It was that thrift store that was on the corner of National and Summer, that really big, like, warehouse place.
3: Bojo's? Maybe. I don't this know, it was this before like a it red, closed down? It was
2: a red building. Now there's a family dollar there. It was like a- Yeah,
3: yeah, it's Bojo's. That well, place was amazing. It
2: was. <laughs> and some people actually approached my mom and I and they're like, do you want Grizzlies season tickets for free? Because, you know-
0: Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't pay people to get in those seats. Well,
2: we didn't take them, and I'm so upset about that. But it's that it's that same idea of you know he was trying to rally. He said he was going to rally the city, and he fucking
0: yeah, and then just just left and pissed everywhere. (laughs) And then took our best season. Like you know what I mean? Like that was our best season. And also,
3: he took a lot of people with him. I mean, that year that uh, he left, I mean, we would have had Demarcus Cousins. uh, We would have had John Wall. uh, I believe uh, who's the kid that went to Kansas that didn't produce very well, and he plays uh Xavier Z- henry uh henry, Xavier henry yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. W- he made it back to the Grizzlies somehow mm-hmm. but he was supposed to be on that team like all these players like we would have had just like an insane team plus some seniors that had come back from that that year mm-hmm. but I mean we would have just like we were looking forward to this insane team with uh with John wall and De- Demarcus cousins who are two powerhouse players now
1: mm-hmm. wait was it
3: Josh Selby Josh Selby, I believe, was maybe one of those guys. Josh Selby went to KU. No, no. And Zab- he got graft- drafted by the Grizz. Xavier was supposed to come to the Tigers when all that stuff. He, he There was a video of him committing to the Tigers. He was going to come. Uh, when Calipari left, he was talked about going to can- uh, Kentucky, and then he decided to go to uh, KU. mm mm-hmm.
1: I just looked it up, and he that did not produce exactly very well. Exactly
3: what happened, yeah. and he's all kind of, of struggled bullshit. ever since then.
0: Bullshit all the way down. Yeah, so I mean, so I mean, Memphis, Memphians just love basketball. It's a basketball yeah. town. Hoop City, we hoop are Hoop City. Hoop City, bitch, Hoop, Hoop City, bitch. And, you know, I think I think just the shitstorm that came out of social media for this and the fact that the even president, like, had to apologize is a pretty big story. Yeah, that's what he gets. Yeah. so
2: He did He
3: did handle that very well. Yeah. I, I appreciate the way that he handled it, and mm-hmm. he came out and he was like, guys. I'm sorry. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. was that thinking, right? Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, whoopsie. Yeah. Yeah. So. That would be fun. Uh, speaking of U of M.
2: Speaking of the University of Memphis, our next story we've got that for you is talking about a hundred fifty thousand dollar um pavilion that the University of Memphis just put up. And this story is coming out of the Daily Helmsman, Whoop Whoop, um by Jonathan Capriel. And the pavilion was built using green fees, which is the big issue, and the green fee is like a ten dollar semester charge that all the students have to pay. Um, That's supposed to go to sustainable projects or projects that make the campus more energy efficient or environmentally friendly. And the issue is that it's a $150,000 pavilion that was built between the administrative building, which is sort of in the center of campus, and Manning Hall, which I believe is where they have a lot of like anthropology classes and things Mm -hmm. like that, if it's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was sort of built under the auspices of an outdoor dining area where Aramark, the multi-billion dollar food corporation, could sell food. I don't think they're selling food right there right now or selling food there now, but they've got outlets where students can charge their phones and things like that. But I think the major issue that people are having is that, um, you know, it's from green fees, which are supposed to be for sustainable projects. And one of the things that the Helmsman did that I actually really liked was what they could have done with the money instead of do that. And one of them was, you know, pay 80 students through the green internship program or fund the program for f- a full two years by 291 bicycles for the campus bike share program. Um, and there are some suspicious things with I don't want to say suspicious, but um, uh, they didn't really talk to students about this. I don't think it was just sort of a thing that they decided to do. They do say the article later says that um, that it didn't take away money from other projects that were that could have been funded by the green fee mm-hmm. but it just it still seems a little weird to
0: yeah. to use sustainable money for projects like this mm-hmm. and this fee is required like students mm-hmm. have to pay this and only 4 of the 10 voting members on the committee that doles out cash according to the article uh, from the green fee budget are students mm-hmm. so only 40% of the people who are in charge of giving out the money actually pay it
2: <laughs> yeah and so on the Tennessee Board of Regents website it says that projects that would use a fee like that should provide, quote, provide or demonstrate a specific energy or environmental, ben- environmental benefit, be technically and economically feasible, be cost effective to operate and maintain, be consistent with campus standards and master plan. And so I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot to that would warrant a pavilion like that. You know, if it was a pavilion that had, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The sun thingies that take sun and ener- solar panels. Solar, yeah. If it had solar panels on the top, I could see that. I don't know if it does. I don't think it does. That's a great idea. I should have submitted yeah, it. Yeah, but I
0: mean, but isn't that just increasing the energy usage and then just well, no, offsetting they, it with solar they panels? It,
2: no, if they had solar panels on the top and they were letting students charge phones based on that, oh, okay. that okay. might be cool. And yeah. then maybe they're doing that, but,
0: you know. Yeah. Well, I just, mean, and I think I think that um, this person, a bureau that's quoted, uh, said, um, I don't know if it's fair or not. Maybe we should have more students that would require the process that's been set up to be evaluated. I don't think that just saying that maybe, maybe we do need to look at it. Who knows? I don't think yeah. that's a really good way to approach it.
2: Yeah. And I, I think it's funny that, um, they, the last bit of the article is a section about other possibilities and it talks about how the campus garden, that the tiger's garden could have built uh, nearly two and a half campus gardens with the money that was used to build the dining area. And, you know, and the fact that they keep calling it a dining area and it doesn't actually have any food stuff there is the part where I'm kind of like,
0: really, aren't they going to sell food from there?
2: They might. I'm thinking that they'll do that thing where they set up a grill outside. Yeah. But they don't do that for most of the year because it's too fucking cold or rainy. Right. You know, about the beginning of the year, they might have that hot dog cart. And then near the end of the year, they'll also (laughs) have that hot dog cart. Um, You know, people can buy food and sit out there. And I'm sure that's great because it's right by the university center. Mm -hmm. It's near a building with classes in it. So I could see where that would be a nice spot. But Mm -hmm. I just I'm not into the fact that they used green fees at all. They can say all they want that this didn't take away money from other projects. But why even make that a possible question? Like you, you shouldn't have to, you know, explain why you did what you did. Sure. Honestly, for some of this. So, you know, whatever. Good job, Daily Helmsman, for putting out articles.
0: Zach, how do you feel about it?
2: Since you're on campus more often than us now. Yeah. Have you seen it yet?
1: Oh, that's amazing that you think that I go to campus. Uh, um, <laughs> we, no, we, I have we, not.
2: We thought better of you. Will you check it out for us and let us know? Report back we'll next week. Report back? Just yes. Go to the, we are on the don't scene. Lie to us. It's are by
0: Manning Hall. I'll
1: be on campus next week for sure.
2: Right. Well, you have to go to the... It's by the Manning Hall and Administrative Building. Okay. It's an outdoor yeah. pavilion. Go see if it's green. Okay, I not th- not physically green, like if it's no, sustainable. I, get it. I know what that means. Sustainable. Okay, you good? Do we need a painted s- green? Yeah, painted <laughs> okay. green. Make sure it's painted green. Painted. Yeah.
0: So. Um, I think I think another um uh, worthwhile quote is somebody um Buddington who. I believe she's Carl, over the gardens. Carol, Carol yeah. Buddington. I believe she's over um, the Tigers gardens. Yeah, the research professor at U of M and founder of the garden um, said uh, su- uh, sustainability is sort of a non term. It depends on who you talk to and what your idea of sustainability really is. And I think that that kind of vagueness mm-hmm. um, shouldn't be tied to money, right? You know. Especially
2: the green fee, right? Which is because it's ten. It's so it's ten dollars per full time student, and there's you know what twenty thousand students at yeah. U of M. I don't think they're all full time, but come on, sure. It's an extra $10. It's $20 a year. Yeah. That, you know, from every student. So, sure.
0: We'll see. Um, this next story, speaking of gardens, because our segues are so good. We have terrible segues. Don't <laughs> know. even try.
2: It. Oh, you're being sarcastic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, by Bianca Phillips and the Flyer. Um, that the Memphis murder rate is down from last year. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. I mean, this is, um, this is pretty great, uh, <laughs> because, uh, there's actually been a spike in, um, homicide rates across Ho- the nation. Homicide? Yeah. What did I say? Homicide? Homicide.
2: Yeah. It just <laughs> sounded really weird.
0: So yeah. I had to stop Homicide, you. yeah. Repeat? Um, yeah, it was a, it was a weird and fastest. On the wrong syllables, um, but uh, but other cities um, that were in this top ten list, according to the New York Times, that uh, that have had the spike uh, were St. Louis, Baltimore, Washington, New Orleans, Chicago, Kansas City, Dallas, New York City, and Philadelphia. So Memphis wasn't even on the list.
2: Boom, bitches, yeah. boom we just we act like we're hard but we don't do anything right too
0: serious uh but actually the the reported major violent crime rate is down um for january to july 2015 uh it's down 4.6 percent countywide and 3.9 percent in the city compared to the same period in 2014 and property crimes are on
2: the decrease this is cool this is a cool thing this is pretty great um For now, knock on wood that it doesn't change. Yeah, sure. I don't know if people are just getting, you know what I bet this has to do with? Hmm. I bet this has to do with global warming. Because it's getting hot as fuck, and nobody wants to go outside and fuck with people. It's not even worth it. Like, I'm not going to hit you, man. It's too hot, man. I'm not even going to hit you. We don't have AC, man. It's too hot. I'm sure, like, there are some days where I've wanted to kill some people.
0: But you just let it but go. But I was like, I'm too sweaty.
2: <laughs> if I raise up my hands any higher to stab you, like, I'm going to smell myself <laughs> and get scared.
0: But, like, uh, but, but they're, they're citing Operation Safe Community for this. Um, and it's a plan with, like, 61 initiatives um, that deal from uh, stuff like gang and drug crimes, blight, youth violence, truancy, um, stuff like that. So, um, and, and, and MPD implores... um implores. Implores. They employers, yeah. They, you know what I mean. They employ um, data-driven, mm-hmm. um, you know. Which is part of the reason stuff.
2: why we've we've had such issues in the past of people saying Memphis is a really dangerous city because right. they report everything.
0: Right. Yeah. Because I mean, because people don't realize with the Blue Crush system that um, people don't really understand what that is. Right. Mm-hmm. So they just see the cameras and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, that's Blue Crush." That's not all that Blue Crush does. The the data that is uh, that is that comes out of that and our self-reporting numbers. Yeah. They seem a lot higher than they are, and I hate to. I don't want this to sound like I'm a cheer that I'm cheerleading for Memphis or anything, but um, <laughs> but no, but Memphis? like, but if if for instance if we're in, if we're in a situation, like if there's a house that let's say there was a robbery and a murder, mm-hmm. right? Murder is obviously the more heinous crime. Yes. That's the worst crime. So other cities will only report that murder on their crime rate. Uh, but not the robbery. Right. But not the robbery. So, but but that, that can be anything like aggravated assault, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. Whatever trumps the other. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, wh- whichever one is worse. That's the one that, because that's just the way that it's been for years. But right. Memphis, both of those go on the reporting.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, which is which is pretty cool. I I, I prefer that. I would prefer them say everything. Sure. Um, I just think it's really funny that there's this quote from Memphis Shelby Crime Commission interim director Rick Mason um, about uh, near the end of the article. Our crime is still high. I don't want anyone to think I'm being Pollyanna about this, Mm -hmm. which I think is the most Southern thing I've heard today. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be Pollyanna about Memphis crime. (laughs) Um, but talking about how we're making progress and Mm -hmm. and that's always a good time. Yeah. Progress, not perfection.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, as long as we're working towards getting better, I think Mm. that's good. I mean, there was a great quote that, um, that I encountered, uh, when I was reporting on some kind of crime, I forget what it was, but, um, but there was, uh, someone who said, um, that most crime in Memphis can be attributed to drugs, Mm -hmm. gang, or domestic violence. That's most of the crime in in Memphis.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, that's... If we can get ahead of that, then right. we'll, be, we'll be Gucci, as they say. Right. But we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, crossing fingers, hoping yeah. for the best, all that good shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Nobody who's listening to this podcast, do not murder anyone today or tomorrow yeah. or ever.
0: Yeah, Just don't ever. fucking do it. Yeah. Also, it's also worth noting that the MPD did not respond to, uh, to requests for comment oh, for this it. story. This is
2: a good thing, guys. Respond. Just <laughs> yeah. be like, yeah, we're good. I'm this telling is awesome. you, man,
0: it's, it's frustrating. As a journalist, it's frustrating. I need some more from them. Yeah. So, It's uh, okay. This next, story this next story is
2: my favorite thing in the whole world. Yeah. It's not my favorite thing in the whole world, but it's talking about how Buster's Liquors and Wines is getting some new expansion. And we've known about this for a while. I've known about it for a while. And it's going where La Hacienda used to be, not La Hacienda. It's not, don't pronounce the H. Everyone who pronounces the H, I want to murder you. Taylor got But her. I'm not going to
0: because I don't want to, you know. Her second major was in Spanish.
2: It was, yeah. So we're not. I'm not going to speak Spanish because my accent is terrible, but... I'm really excited about Buster's Liquors and Wines um, expanding. I really, I just, I, it doesn't help that I like to drink, but it's uh, they're doing a lot more cool stuff there. They're gonna have an eight-tap growler system that'll have beer from local breweries, and and it'll be sort of this hangout spot. It looks like some of the the what's the word I'm looking for? Some of the kind of drafts or the blueprints that I've seen are just super cool. They're going to have a wine section and a spirit beer side of that store.
0: Well, and Buster's is really great. I mean, like you can go in there and just be like, Hey, I need some, I need a tequila that was made in Texas and that, you know, tastes good and has a blue label. And they'll be like, we got you right here. Oh
2: yeah. And they're going to have like a, a wine preservation system that'll help high end wines, uh, be sampled and saved. So, you know, you can make sure you're getting some good shit. Yeah. Um. It's just, it's going to be, I'm really so excited. You have no idea. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even emphasize how I'll probably be right in the front. Like I'm waiting for a video game release or something. <laughs> you're going
0: to camp out. You're going to have a I'm going to
2: camp out in front of Busters. I'm like, <laughs> man, you really can't block the sidewalk. I don't give a fuck. This is where I'm supposed to be right now, Holmes. Um, the expected completion date will be October 25th. And the store will never close during the remodel, so don't freak out all you kids out there who are like, but where am I supposed to get my liquor? <laughs> um, it's going to be dope. They're going to add 10 new employees to its current 40, sta- 40 staff, 40 people staff, 40 person staff, and that'll be both full and part-time positions. So if you're looking for a job, I'm assuming you have to be 21 to work there, but that might not be true. I You have to be. There's got to be a thing. So if you need a job and you like liquor or alcohol... <laughs> Make sure you swing by there. I'm gonna. I'm, I might have to get a part time job. Do you think we get an employee discount? Probably. I need an <laughs> what
0: Zach? What that, Brett? <laughs> wait what <laughs> Zach, Zach was, he was like he breathing was like, about yes. this mm, <laughs> the employee discount
1: yeah
2: they're gonna have like cheese and shit I mean they're gonna they're gonna have everything they yeah. already have everything but they're just gonna have more of everything yeah I'm just Are you excited about the expansion I'm
1: <laughs> so excited you guys
2: Busters is my go-to I place I can't even
1: contain myself I live across the street from Busters so. can
2: you not even oh you just told us exactly where you live Zach there's a lot of houses right there <laughs> <laughs> I drive through every single one dog i don't think you understand so i'm gonna be camping out you guys know where i'll be october 25th they have a really good thing my recommendation at buster's i'd never seen it before till i went there is tippy cow it's rum cream so it's like bailey's but instead of whiskey it's rum and it tastes like ice cream
0: mm. it's
2: the most dangerous drink i've ever had in my life you can make milkshakes with that shit. you can mix it with Kahlua and have like a coffee drink that's crazy it's Oh, man you have no idea and what's it called tippy cow
0: this it's got a podcast cow. Is sponsored by tippy cow.
2: little moo cow on it it's the cutest fucking thing yeah so i just am in
0: love with it and everyone should drink it always speaking, and speaking of drinking speaking of drinking if you get lost downtown when you're drunk there's gonna be new signs hey that's a better segue yeah that's a good segue and we tried and we tried hey we, we put an effort if there's one thing that we do on this podcast we try it's Put an effort and um, mostly fail on September 10th. Toby sells from the flyer um, wrote the story about um, downtown getting new uh, wayfinding signs, which apparently they are so faded to the point that it is, quote, embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. Um, yeah. Some signs actually point to the Peabody Place Mall, Aww, which has been closed sad. for four years. Ah, that's yeah. So, sad. so I mean, and I noticed that there's actually a sign already downtown that's like here this way to the pier uh, to the Park pyramid, but they want to have more signs and um and I think I think it's just with the confusion of there being one way and two way and mm-hmm. people not necessarily knowing which ones are which
2: there's actually a sign down by the bus station I didn't notice till I was dropping a friend off at the megabus but there's a sign that's super faded and it says something like this way no parking here during pyramid events and it was so <laughs> faded and sad like I, and you could see the pyramid in the background I just it's the saddest sort of spot in Memphis I think <laughs> now it's fine because there's Bass Pro but yeah come on man uh, Take that shit
0: down. One thing that's uh, that's noteworthy is that there was a quick survey of tourists last week um, that found uh, that tourists were looking down at smartphones as they navigated the streets downtown rather than looking up at the signs. Um, so, uh, so I Which think that that's sense. actually yeah. Um, but you know, one thing that that has come up before in my reporting is that there's a there's for some reason Google Maps when you try to go to the Civil Rights Museum mm-hmm. takes you like this crazy back way.
2: Oh, so because I have I think I've done the same thing where I've tried to get somewhere
0: near there, like on yeah. Main Street, and
2: it does take you like on Main and then you have to get off of Main, but then you're stuck. Right. So you're in this weird like divot area. Yeah. where There's no parking. Right. So. Yeah.
0: And it's just really confusing. So hopefully that'll help out some people because, I mean, smartphones are great. And I'm going to
2: anticipate now, though, that if they went to a, like an app instead of doing new signs or anything crazy like that. Can I'm we a- not? can we not what can we not like the, do an app yeah no just, I agree I'm just saying if they did I bet crime would go up as far as people snatching cell phones <laughs> from stupid tourists that don't know how to look up every two seconds
0: <laughs> um, but no but just uh, man like city city sponsored like apps are always terrible
2: agreed they're always
0: bad they're not well designed they are really shitty Well,
2: and it's one of those things I I work in, in marketing I have a real nine to five job and one of the things that comes up a lot at conferences and just talking to people is that if you do an app if you make an app for your business or whatever the app sh- experience should amplify what you're doing mm-hmm. or provide something that your website already doesn't instead right. of like being the same thing yeah so why would we have an app that directs you through the city of memphis if we could either e- either a talk to google and say hey google figure your shit out or b <laughs> make our you know memphis site mobile responsive or have a new website that is you know mobile responsive to do all that that would i feel like be more effective use of our time and resources as a city sure because you could fuck up an app so easy it's yeah. so easy oh, to make a it. shitty app yeah it's like that i mean you just look look at an app
0: wrong and you'll fuck it up so <laughs> yeah
2: don't if you, i would if you I, talk to
0: an app wrong if you say the wrong word i know just i don't it'll, know it'll, it'll
2: beat the shit out of you, <laughs> that's, <Memphis for> you. <laughs> that's a memphis app a memphis app will probably break your phone <laughs> like just shatter the screen immediately so yeah. i just Be careful, city of Memphis. Don't Mm. do
0: that stupid shit. Speaking of apps,
2: speaking of apps, as in
0: appetizers, mm, like those (laughs) those two for six apps at Applebee's or some. I was gonna say this podcast is sponsored by Applebee's. (laughs) There you go. That's how. Oh, you can eat apps.
2: Apparently, Applebee's is famous for their appetizers because that's what we both thought of. So, (laughs) Um, but
0: uh, (laughs) have some sexually attractive appetizers there. Lord Jesus, Lord save this podcast. Show you my apps. Um, But uh, on the New Southern this week. Mm -hmm. we've got some exciting stuff coming up
2: we do and i'm not gonna even talk about it no i will (laughs) i'm gonna i'm trying to do an article with a local entrepreneur Mm -hmm. who uh, i went to school with who's awesome um it's involving food and delicious treats so keep an eyeball out for that yeah um otherwise i don't care if you're gonna be mean and not read my shit i don't care about you (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking all of you (laughs) have busy lives and i know you have other shit to do than you know
0: Learn to read. So. Well, one thing you did do for the New Southern was five ways to get excited about fall. I
2: did. I did do that.
0: I loved this piece that you did, Aww. and it's in our Munchies section, which is our fun um, section. The stuff it's you can like, read while you're sitting on the toilet. Yeah, it's got listicles and fun stuff that you can read. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but but I liked it because it really got me in the mood for fall.
2: Well, and I so I went to Florida this past week. I was in Fort Lauderdale for most of last week. Humble brag. Humble bragging. <laughs> but I was so upset when I was. In Florida, because it was awful. It was hot as hell and muggy and terrible. Mm-hmm. I get to Memphis and it's perfect. It yeah. was like this beautiful, like I'm wearing my Memphis hoodie through the airport. And yeah, maybe I'm a little grody because I had to fly from, you know, Fort Lauderdale to Atlanta to Memphis. But it was so nice to come back and feel like welcomed by fall. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't come back and it was equally fucking hot. It was just like, oh,
0: yes. Sure. Yeah. And it happened so suddenly, too.
2: Oh, it was great. I'm hoping it stays. Yeah, I'm please, hoping it stays like this, please. I would be so upset if I wore like tights and boots tomorrow and it's just... <laughs> awful and miserable so
0: yeah um check out and hopefully hopefully what it'll be that way for ever cooper young fest
2: oh my gosh i'm so excited for cooper young i'm already planning my like festival girl outfit (laughs) and thinking about okay how do i get um every flower from michael's onto a headband (laughs) zach are you going
1: yes i will be there because the Ohm network will have a booth there and we'll be you know, hosting some podcasts, selling some t-shirts, doing all that stuff. So if I, make that's you, gonna be great.
2: if I make you an Ohm-themed flower headband, would you wear it all day?
1: All day, no. Will I wear it? Yes.
2: If I put it on that's a hat, a, will you wear it record. all day? On, off the record.
1: Uh, I will wear it, not all day.
2: <laughs> if I put, I, you're missing
0: this whole part no, of this.
1: I will not wear it all day, period.
0: If I put it on a hat. Nope. You wouldn't. It would be a hat, okay, a what, free hat. What if, what if we put flowers in your beard? That's fine. Okay. Oh, well, fuck. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do that. Okay, okay. All right. So, All right. so we'll, it's decided.
2: To, we'll get your number after this, and we will coordinate later to make sure we're there at your house at like <laughs> six in the morning, so we can get you ready for the day. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna take a few hours for the glue to set. So. <laughs> yeah. So don't yeah. get upset.
1: Glue and beards. What could be a worse combination?
2: <laughs> yeah. That's just. I feel like that's a really good punk band name. Yeah. Glue, glue and, and beards. beards. So this will be a great weekend for us in Memphis, and and yeah. hopefully
0: Cooper Young Fest is always fun
2: yeah I just need everybody to stay safe and don't fuck this up for everybody yeah, don't, I'm, don't fuck I'm it waiting up for, for something horrible to happen at Cooper Young I don't want anything horrible to happen but something really bad is going to happen one day in like twenty Tonight, years, pessimist, and ruin it for everybody. I'm sick of it. I uh, want the Cooper Youngfest has been happening for like thirty years. No, I know, but I'm still
0: terrified. I'm come on, well, yeah. But you you're all scaredy cat because you live not, in Cordova now. I don't. Um, but uh, but yeah. But so keep an eye on our munchie section where you yeah. can also read eight struggles of <laughs> speaking
2: of Cordova, fucking people living in Cordova.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. You have that. Uh, you have that story. Which
2: story? Oh, the, about why it sucks living in Cordova. Yeah. It's not for people who like Cordova genuinely. It's fine. It is great. Sure. I'm glad that it's quiet, but
0: mm-hmm. but
2: I mean my street doesn't even have lights. So it's kind of terrifying. I'd much prefer I feel safer in Memphis, honestly, Yeah. because at least I know that there's like an ambulance close by because I can hear it, mm-hmm. you know, but in Cordova, I don't I don't want to die. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> so. You don't want to die. In Cordova. I don't want to die off Macon. That doesn't sound pleasant. <laughs> I feel like the like the cops would be like, oh, well, it's sheriff's out there. So, yeah, you know, who knows? I still. Ugh, sure. No, yeah. I think it's one of those things where I in my article about or my Munchies article about living in Cordova. When you live in Memphis for long enough, like you're cool with the police. You, mm-hmm. you know, they exist, but they don't incite fear in you necessarily. I don't they don't incite fear in me anymore. But, you know, that's fine. In in Cordova, I still like have like a mini panic attack when I see that like tan and green of the sheriff's trucks. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't think I've ever interacted with the Shelby County Sheriff. Honestly,
0: the boots are funny to me. They have boots. Yeah. I've the never sheriff, seen them out of the sheriff's boots. Oh, man. They're funny to me. Have you seen them? I have not no oh well they're, they're brown boots and they I just, just imagine me
1: the boots from uh, documentary now have you guys what? seen that show no oh, never mind. okay well,
0: it's a new show well now I have to look this up I think it's like super it's like super troopers boots oh, okay yeah
2: yeah oh shit I love super troopers well yeah. that, that reference makes sense it's mm-hmm. so, like target boots for white girls
0: okay I mean sure I don't know yeah. I have some I mean, basic you, boots yeah because you're are a basic, basic boy- bitch I'm
2: not that basic somebody thinks I'm bad somebody <laughs> out in this world is like she is a bad
0: bitch yeah, nobody says nobody that. says that. So
2: <laughs> nobody has Your
1: ever. Your boyfriend doesn't count.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he
2: yeah. doesn't even say that. He's like, "What is like bad as in immoral? What I
0: don't or bad as in Michael Jackson? Because I'm bad, I'm, I'm bad. bad. So- That's not how it's we're, Cooper- we're gonna be at Cooper. <laughs> we're, gonna be at Cooper we're gonna be at Cooper Young. We're gonna be at Cooper Young Fest. Be sure to um, uh, review us on iTunes.
2: Yeah, review us on iTunes. Download
0: our shit everywhere. Yeah, throw up a heart on that. Like that shit. Yeah. Off the record, iTunes and Stitcher awesome and favorite podcast apps cuz it was on um podcast addict too yes so. it is
1: like you should be able to get it on feed burner like any podcast app there awesome. like is searches podcast the um Network should show up? Yeah. If you
2: have any issues downloading it, um just uh, text Zach or
0: hit us <laughs> up on Instagram. Yeah, text him at nine oh one five 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 Zach. Yeah.
1: I was out of my element for a second, and I just about said my phone <laughs>
0: number. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. So text him if you guys need. We the- could beep it or something. No, just we like
1: hit up the ohm network on any social media platform yeah if you have any questions comments or concerns and uh, Gil or I will respond to you I'll yeah. we'll send
2: you a link to anything you want ever okay, so. don't set them
0: up don't give them jobs like jobs
1: yeah you're just gonna get
0: people <laughs> like wanting
1: to see porn yeah
0: like they're like hey can you call Domino's for me to, <laughs> to hey, get me a pizza what was no that?
1: you can text them a pizza emoji now and get a pizza
0: is that true yeah. Is that a real fact? Are you fucking? Oh, serious? you can get
1: pizza from Domino's on uh, through your phone on Twitter. No, you guys, it's not aren't seeing a commercial. No,
2: but hold on, I texting don't watch them. TV. Uh, you got to rewind about texting a pizza emoji to Domino's and they will give me a pizza. You no, know,
1: it's on a commercial, so I believe it.
2: Okay, I
0: Netflix and chill only. So mm, Netflix and chill, or just Netflix? No, ne- well, I mean either. Um, Netflix is involved in both. Mm, so well, mm, I mean less so in one, mm, but. Mm, mm. Mm. We're just gonna keep humming yeah.
2: into the which this is sort of a tangent, but apparently there was like a hummingbird convention or something in, in Memphis? Memphis or something I don't remember what it was. I need to remember. Maybe can it was DeSoto you, County. You not all right. I won't. <laughs> I was just gonna say that in this article in the commercial appeal in the last week they referred to hummingbirds <laughs> as hummers, and I nearly Ooh, lost my mind. Yeah, because I was like, that seems not right.
0: Yeah, but you know, reporting on hummers. Mm. Good Lord, this room, is gonna room. be an editing nightmare for Gil.
2: Poor Gil.
0: Poor Gil. That's okay.
2: That's what he does. He listens to us and he listens to all of these awful, you know, (laughs) terrible, terrible jokes
0: that we that we tell. That's not a joke. Humbers are no joke. Okay, your life's a joke. Uh, So thank you for listening to us this week. Uh, Be sure to listen to our last three episodes, which are Are all great
2: and fantastic. Um, We have the last one was docking. The one before Mm -hmm. that was sexy Nathan Bedford Forrest. And the first one was. Monkey sex, or monkeys and sex clubs. <laughs> yeah, monkeys and sex clubs. That's what it was. Yeah. I'm going
0: to say all of them every time. You yeah. can
1: find them all at theomnetwork.com backslash OTR.
0: Woo! woo, woo. We yep. are OTR. Yeah, so thanks so much. My name's Alexander Pisateri. And my name's Taylor Smith.
1: And I'm Zach Lusher. And hit up the OM Network on Facebook, Instagram, Vine, Twitter, Periscope.
2: Oh, also, New Southern, at thenewsouthern.com. Mm-hmm. And follow us at new, thenewsouthern on Twitter and Twitter. On Instagram and yep. then Facebook.com slash the New Southern yeah.
0: and then yeah, the New Southern
2: And text Zach if you
0: need that's anything. Yeah. Text me, hit me up. Yep, 555 Zach. <laughs>
1: that's what it spells.
0: Yeah. Oh, that is that's How well. convenient. So thanks for listening this week, guys. This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to the